Have you found yourself recently applying for a ton of jobs and you're just not getting any callbacks or any responses from your resume? Or maybe you feel like you're just not getting enough traction or that you're spinning your wheels. Well, your resume could need a makeover. Stay tuned and we'll find out if it does. You are listening to the Career Talk, Learn, Grow, Thrive podcast, where we talk about all things career-related, and I tell you how it is. This is episode number 41, where we are going to be talking about whether or not your resume needs a makeover. I am your host, Stephanie Dennis, and my background is in human resources, which is what I have my master's degree in. And my passion really is helping others and sharing my knowledge. So I made this podcast. This is a good time to mention my episodes can or may contain adult language. All right, guys and gals, let's get into it here. So it's really important when you are applying for jobs and you're putting your resume out there, you really want to make sure that your resume is the best that it can be. Because while you may think that your resume is great and it has all the information that it should have, you also have to think about the people who are looking at that resume, the recruiters and the hiring managers. And you want to make sure that you're tailoring your resume to the correct audience. So for example, I've heard people say that their resume is great and hiring managers love it. However, they're feeling stuck in their search because they're not getting a lot of callbacks. Well, if they're applying to big companies, recruiters are gonna be the first person that sees the resume, not the hiring manager. So you wanna make sure that your resume is going to be appealing to both a recruiter and a hiring manager. Hopefully that makes sense. Okay, so we have six questions you can ask yourself to determine whether or not your resume needs a makeover. And these are really important questions because majority of recruiters and hiring managers are going to be making a decision to contact you for an interview based on your resume. And when I say majority, that's well over 90%. So we really need to make sure that initial first step is as good as it possibly can be. So question number one, you can ask yourself to determine whether or not you need to give your resume a little makeover is do you have an objective on your resume? And if the answer is yes, you need to remove it. (laughs) So here's the deal. An objective can hurt your chances of getting a callback. However, it rarely can help you. So for example, let's say you are a salesperson and you have an objective that says looking to utilize my amazing skills for the next company to increase profits and make a lot of sales or whatever. I don't know. They're usually very fluffy and full of quote unquote buzzwords, right? Well, let's say a really amazing job comes along and they're looking for a sales project manager and they're looking specifically with someone with a sales background. Now, if you have an objective on your resume that says you're looking for a sales position, they're probably not going to call you. However, you know you would love to try something a little bit different and maybe get out of that day-to-day sales position of quote-unquote, you know, feet in the street all day, you know, or some people say carrying the bag, so to speak, or, you know, whatever the phrase is, maybe you just want to try something different. However, that objective is going to limit you and instead of opening doors for you, it's going to close doors for you. So, 
When I say your objective can potentially hurt your chances of getting a callback, that's what I mean. And that's just one example, and it happens all the time. But on the flip side, again, going back to what I said, it rarely helps you. So just take it off. Question two you can ask yourself is, are the skills that you have listed specific to you in your career search? The answer is no. You might need to have a little makeover done on your resume. Maybe a little eyeliner, maybe a little mascara, I don't know, saying, (laughs) right? Just a little touch up because here's the deal. Oftentimes people put under their skills very, very broad skills. Great communicator or uh, attention to detail or excellent problem solving skills. However, if I am looking for, let's say, a project manager position specific to IT, what does that tell me about your project management skills in the IT world? Nothing right? So we want to make sure the skills that we're listing are tailored to you and also the job that you're listing and they're not these really broad, you know, just sweeping skills. Okay, question three. Does your resume have a ton of paragraphs? The answer is yes. You need a resume makeover. So everything on your resume should be bulleted and not a ton of paragraphs because here's the deal. And I've said this in other podcasts before or other episodes. Recruiters and hiring managers are looking, well, let me back up. Hiring managers spend way more time than recruiters looking at resumes. They usually notice things that I don't, and I give them kudos for that. However, recruiters don't have the 10 minutes, right, to fully read every single resume. So we got to be super quick. We got to be looking at the resumes, making decisions, and moving on. So we have under 10 seconds to get a recruiter's attention. And I would say it's probably way less than 10 For me, maybe five or six. Seconds, not minutes, seconds. So if you have these super long paragraphs or even a bunch of short paragraphs, I can't easily digest that information. Or I've even seen on a skills resume, right? So this is where we're highlighting our skills more so than our experience. I've seen on those types of resumes, people have bullets, but the sentences in the bullets are so long that again, I can't easily digest that information quickly. Hopefully that makes sense. Question four to ask yourself, do you have your full contact information on your resume? This is huge, you guys. If the answer is no, I need you to change this. You have to have your phone number and your email address because there are going to be times where recruiters and hiring managers can either call or email and sometimes they can't do both. So if you don't have all the correct information listed, you could miss out and I don't want you to miss out. So at a bare minimum, you need your name, your phone number, and your email address. Now, as a personal preference, I like to see someone's city, state, and zip code because then I know out of the gate whether or not we need to be thinking about relocation. And if I have that in my budget, then at least I know that out of the gate. But if I don't, that's also a good thing for me to know. Now, I know some people don't like to have their full address and that's totally fine. I get that Uh, for privacy reasons. That is totally up to you. Question five that you should be asking yourself is the experience I have listed on my resume, is it relevant? So what I mean by relevant is Stephanie, me, (laughs) being in HR 
for the last, oh gosh, several years now. Not going to date myself here on the podcast. <laughs> um, when I was 16, although this next question might very well date myself, I don't know, working at Mervyn's, you know, retail sales associate or, you know, whatever the title was back then, that experience is no longer relevant. So what I want you to do is just make sure the experience you have listed on your resume is relevant to the types of positions you're looking for if you have working experience. Now, if you're just graduating college and you maybe have a couple internships or a few summer jobs, definitely put it on there because you have to have some sort of experience that hiring managers and recruiters can try and see parallels from. But if you're in your career for I would say three plus years and you have, you know, something along the lines of my example, right? The retail experience when we're teenagers, take it off. It, it doesn't matter. It's not relevant. And I've even had people say, oh, but Steph, I was a retail manager. Do you want to be a retail manager again? No. In my experience, I want to stay in HR, right? I want to stay in recruiting. So just make sure it's relevant. All right. Our last question, question number six is, do you have references listed on your resume? The answer is yes. We need a makeover. Gots to get a makeover. So references and the little phrase people put at the bottom, references available upon request. Take it off. Not necessary. As a recruiter, I promise you, if I want your references, I'm going to ask you for them. However, it takes up space. It's distracting. So remember, you have six seconds to catch the attention of a recruiter. Do you want two of those seconds being distracted with references? Or would you rather highlight what they need to see? Take it off. Just take them off. Does you no good. Okay, guys. So those are my six questions that you can ask yourself to determine whether or not we need to give your resume a little makeover. Remember, we want to keep your resume clean, easy to look at, really simple to read, and something that's really quick to digest and quick to consume from the recruiting and hiring manager perspective so they can make that decision of, yes, I want to call this person. This person's what I'm looking for. You want them to come to that conclusion versus trying to figure out what the hell your resume says because it's just too cluttered and messy. Cool? All right, guys, I hope you found this episode helpful and some quick action tips that you can take away. As always, thank you. Thank you so very much for taking the time. I love that you guys show up and you're here to help improve yourself and grow in your career. You can find the episode show notes and other information over at my website. It's findingthebestfit.com and I do have a direct link in the episode description. For other episodes related to your resume, check out number eight, which is resume tips. Number 16, which is titled, Is the Resume Dead? Number 30, which is titled, The Four Main Types of Resumes. And number 33, which is how to write a resume in six easy steps. And then 37, where we answer the question, should I hire a resume writer? And be sure to come back next week for episode 42, where we're talking about how to overcome major career setbacks. It's going to be so good. And if you haven't checked it out or if you haven't heard, if you're new around here, there's a Facebook group created for the listeners of the podcast. Check it out. You can type in the name of the podcast on Facebook or use the direct link in the episode description as well. 
And if you need help one-on-one, whether it's career coaching or a resume review, check out how we can work together using the link in the episode description. I do offer career coaching as well as resume review services. And if you use the discount code podcast, you can get 10% off any service you book with me. Super cool because I love podcast people. And one quick favor before we go, if you haven't had a chance to rate and review the podcast, if you could take a really quick minute to do that, I would be so very grateful and extremely appreciative. It really does help others find us and I know other people out there can benefit from this information. And what I didn't know before, and as I learn stuff, as you guys know, I like to share it with you. You can leave a rating without typing a review. I did not know that. I feel like I should definitely know that, but I had no idea. So there we go. If you just want to click the amount of stars you would like to give, you can do that as well if you don't have a minute to write out a full review. And if you're not sure how to do that, at the bottom of the episode description, there are step-by-step instructions for you. All right, guys, you guys are so awesome. I hope you have a fabulous day and we'll talk soon.